Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 70 energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, and energetic business mentor. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. And this show is for those of you looking to really go beyond that basic wellness stuff and really create a life that you love. And so that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. We get to the point so that you can walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. So if you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. All right, guys, welcome back to the Live Well podcast. I am so excited to have Marley on today. She is an expert money mindset, living your freedom life. Um, she's going to introduce herself a lot better than I can because I just think she's a wonderful human. She's one of the podcasts that I listen to all the time and get so much value. And I learn more than I have to take notes during her podcast. And I don't take notes during anyone's podcast. And I write down these profound quotes and shifts. And I'm like, wow. Um, and that's just in her podcast, guys, let alone what she probably teaches in her courses and everything else. So with that being said, Marley, feel free to introduce yourself. Oh, thank you so much for such a beautiful intro. I'm so happy and grateful to be here. Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. For everyone listening, my name is Marley. I am from Canada, but I currently live um, in Bali, which is a massive manifestation for me. Um, so I am a money and business coach, and I help women build businesses to create a life of time, location, and financial freedom. Wow, that just sounds perfect to me. And guys, <laughs> fact, Marley is actually the one who made my website that I still use now. It's the same one. So it's a while. I've known her since like way back when she was doing websites. And it's just crazy that I still use the website that you built me. That's insane. I know. I love that. And you know what? I still like am connected to like one of because I was I'm like still the owner of your site. So things will like still pop up of like people like requesting to join. I'm like, hey, babe. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. I never see. I don't know anything. The tech, thank God. It's probably my OBM who's like doing all this stuff. That's where yeah. I'm like, changing some of the colors now and stuff like that. That's so funny. Oh, I love that we're connected like that. Yeah. So let's jump into how did you even get into like money mindset stuff was this something that was like ingrained in you since you were little did like how did that journey kind of start for you did you always like have these amazing money beliefs like where did it all start for you oh my gosh that's a good question and absolutely not <laughs> it was like actually the complete opposite so i grew up um in a family where money was very scarce um, it was a big point of tension for us. You know, we broke, we were raised, you know, sorry, I was raised in a family where, yeah, we could say, you know, we could give it a label being poor. You know, I don't like really labeling stuff like that, but money wasn't a consistent thing. And there was always lack of it. Cancel clearly because I don't like saying those words. <laughs> but, um, but growing up, you know, and as a very young age, I made it my mission of like, I don't want this. Like when I was young, I had the awareness to be like, I know there's nothing I can do right now because I'm too young to get a job. <laughs> but I know that when I grow up and when I'm able to, I never want to worry about money. You know, I saw my parents fighting, you know, I, my phone bill will get shut off. Like all these things would happen. 
And I just would like look at magazines and I would like watch TV and see this, these like big, beautiful lives. I'm like, that's what I do want. And growing up, my, my dad was friends with a lot of really wealthy people. And so we'd go, you know, sometimes we'd go to like their homes and they would be like these big, beautiful homes. And I was like, okay, this is what I do want. So even though growing up, my model was, you know, what I didn't want, I still had the awareness of like, okay, there is something else. And I'm so grateful for that because it gave me perspective of, okay, even though I'm in this situation now, there is another way. And so at a very young age, I was like, I, I must figure out what that way is. And I knew deep down that it was meant for me, even though I had no idea how I had you know, it was like this big, crazy idea, but I could just, when I was little, I would like visualize me in LA, like all doing all these like fancy things. And you were manifesting then. That's crazy. Yeah, oh baby. I've been like manifesting since the womb. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So then, so then when I started, you know, I left when I finished university and I finished college and I was like, okay, you know what, let's, it's time to make some money, honey, you know, pay back the student loans and all this stuff. And so, I started actually listening to podcasts. It's like really where the journey started. And I heard people talk about money mindset. And I was like, what is, because I started to learn about like meditating, you know, it's so crazy, but it's like, it wasn't that talked about that long ago, really. Um, This is in like 2008, 2018, I would say. I started learning about like meditating. Um, I watched The Secret and I started learning about manifesting. And I also started learning about, you know, in turn, manifesting money, right? And I started to make little changes in my life. And I also started my own business around the same time. And I was like, I was just like a guinea pig. I was like, let's try this. Let's try this. I heard this in a podcast. I read this in a book. I saw this in the secret. And I was just like, try out all these things. And it started to work. And, you know, my, and it was like, I had my business to really like play with things because I feel like when you own a business, you have untapped potential of how much money you can make. Um, whereas when I was in, you know, working nine to five, I, I was still manifesting promotions and, you know, things were going really well. Um, however, in the business, I found things were able to, you know, kind of quantum leap faster just because you're in control of it and you're, it's a direct, you know, mirror of your mind your business is a direct mirror of your mindset like I'm just gonna say that we can highlight that underline that (laughs) and um so when I started making the changes in, in my mindset around money my you know my income changed and I very quickly had my first ten thousand dollar a month which if I'm being honest and when I first started business if you had told me in less than a year I would have hit a ten thousand dollar a month I'd be like are you insane? Like $10 a month? Like that to me is unfathomable. It was unfathomable. Like I was, I was making that a year because I was working part-time, you know, so to make it a month is just insane. And then, and then it was just like up and up from there. And I just became obsessed with learning about it. I came obsessed with applying, you know, I've always really loved money. Like as a kid, I would always like count my money. And remember those like books for your bank statements? Like I was like always yes. reading mine. <laughs> You know, I was always like the bank for Monopoly. I just had this like obsession with money. And so when I was able to kind of connect that 
obsession to also mindset, which is also something I'm super passionate about and just applying it and seeing it grow. I'm like, holy shit, everyone needs to know about this because once you kind of figure out the system and the ways of money is one of the easiest things to manifest. And I know that sounds really annoying because when I first heard that, I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, sure it is easy for you to say, you know, but then after you realize it's like really, it's like, it's like if one plus one equals two, it's the, same, it's the same laws, like the law of math, the law of the universe, the law of attraction. They're all laws of the universe. And when you can start making them work in your favor is when magic happens. So a very long answer to your question of no, um, it's definitely not always been the way for me. I've had to, you know, work really hard on it and, and I'm still working on it. You know, every new level, I believe, brings up new things to heal and rewire Um but so that will be a never ending, you know, journey for me. But from where I was even just like three years ago to today is something I, I couldn't even imagine possible. I relate to that so much because I remember being like, oh my God, what it would be like to earn a hundred thousand a year. And now it's like way above that. And you're just like, whoa, you remember like when you, those things that you thought were big or like very grateful that they're no longer big, but like, as you evolve, you get to the next step and the next step. And what I noticed in what you were saying is even when you were little at other people's houses, you had a very expansive look on things. It almost like not very lack or is that true? Or like, how did you have such an expansive look on things that it was possible for you versus being like, Oh, I don't have that yet. It sucks that my family doesn't have this. Or do you know what I mean? Why the people who are really stuck in the lack that they can't look at it as an expansive way like what would you say to them slash how did you keep that more expansive look and not get stuck in the lack and the scarcity of it that is such a good question you know what I think oh if I'm being honest like a lot of it was that stuck mentality if I'm being 100% honest it was I was always if like again being brutally honest here like I was always I would rudiment in like, oh, well, how come I can't have that type of money? How come my family is that? And I was always actually really embarrassed and ashamed of it, if I'm being honest. And I was always like jealous of my friends who, you know, got all these things at Christmas. You know, it, it sounds very materialistic, but at a young age, you know, if you go to school, like back to school and you don't have like new shoes, you like stick, you look, you stand out. Right. And at a young age, it's kind of like, those are the things that you care about. And so I, it's such an interesting question that you bring that up because I was really, you know, stuck in that lack mentality, but there was like a little sparkle in me. I don't know where it came from. It was like deep, deep down. That was like, I found it inspiring. It was like, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I just had this like inkling deep down. It's like, okay, there is another way. And it's almost like I had to like dig all this dirt out to to like uncover the sparkle and let that shine through. And like, and the more that I worked on my mindset, the more I was able to like dig out the dirt and really let that shine through. But I would say that start didn't even start to change until like I moved away from home and until I was, you know, kind of like living on my own terms and, and more independent and was kind of like on my own. So I could develop my own viewpoints of how I saw things. Um, I'm a big believer in language. So 
the way you speak is is like you're like we're both like yes 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 um you know your words create your reality i think tony robbins says that and um so when you're constantly around opinions even if you don't believe it it like cements into your brain as if it is your beliefs again this is a whole topic on like the subconscious mind and how we you know have beliefs instilled in our mind but um i think when i was able to remove myself from that i was like oh there's another way. And I think, and then I think that's when things really did start to shift for me because I was like, when I first started business, I was charging like $40 for a logo. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot ask for $40. Like that's way too much money, you know? And by the end of my business, I was charging over $1,500 for a logo. So it's just like, and I just want to mention one quick thing, which is money is relative. So you know how we were talking about like, yeah, now I can spend like transfer like $20,000. I'm like, Boop. like it, it's like nothing. Whereas like if that me three years ago, I'd be like, are you insane? Like it's just once you start getting to different levels with money, money just becomes relative to where you were before. And it's so it's so interesting. I think fun to look back at that mindset to be like, oh my gosh, wow. I remember the days when I would be like worried about this. And now it's like, you know, I wouldn't even, now I don't even think twice about that, but it's because when you work on your mindset, you get, I honestly think of life as a game and you get like the next level, the next level, the next level. And so at each level, you know, you have different things, but it's just, it's all relative. Like right now I'm thinking about making an investment which is relative to what I'm making, but like three years ago, it wouldn't even have been an option (laughs) and it doesn't, but because it's relative, does that make sense? Oh, for sure. And I'm glad you also mentioned that because you sometimes even undergo the same things or the blocks or whatever beliefs you had about, you know, investing maybe a thousand dollars when you're investing a hundred thousand, those still things come up at a different level. Like you said before, like you're still working through things. You're still healing things. It's like a journey, as you said, but they're just a different level of that journey. Now you're at level 20 before you started level one, what you encounter at level 20 is still going to be a different level, but you're still continuing to jump and to jump and to jump. I love that you said the words thing. Um, I like to say that the thoughts you um, think become the house you live in because all those little mm. thoughts like brick by brick form the big house. Mm. And it's not like one thought that changes the whole house, but it's all those different bricks or the nails, everything that builds it. Right. I don't know who said that. That's not my quote, but I read that somewhere and I was like, Oh yeah. And then the bricks and then the nails. And I remember one of your things I still remembered from your, one of your podcasts, you were, I don't even know which one guys go listen to all of them. They're all great. But you were talking <laughs> about language and there was a client, I don't know if it was a client or it was you, but someone was shopping and saying something was expensive. And then you were realizing or, or the client, forget who it was that then you were manifesting clients who were saying that you were expensive. And I was like, Oh my God, like do something so simple as saying, Oh, that bag is too expensive for me or that house is too expensive, whatever that one line then manifests other ways in your life. Like your words are so powerful. Do you remember that story that you told? Yeah. So this is actually me. <laughs> this was me. <laughs> so I was talking to my coach and I was like, it's so weird because like all of these like clients are coming back and being like, oh, it's too spe- expensive. And I'm like, I'm like, my prices are really reasonable. Like I don't. And then she was like, well, do you say the word expensive? And I was like, Ugh. it was like, it was like a, that's so Raven, like blah, blah, blah moment. And I was like, yes, I do. And so in that moment, I, 
it was like an aha of like the power of my words. And the two most important words in the English language are I am. So anything that comes after I am, you are. And your subconscious mind goes, aha. And also your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. So if I say, oh, like, guys, don't think about a purple elephant. It's like, okay, well, now I'm just thinking about a purple elephant. It's like, irregardless, if I said, don't think, your subconscious mind doesn't hear positive or negative. It just hears the word and sees the word and and like makes a picture of the word. So when you say like, I don't want to be the B word, broke, can't clearly, if, if you say, I don't want to be that, you become that because again, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. And, negative. and just really quickly for anyone who does, is like, what the fuck is a subconscious mind? <laughs> the subconscious mind is the part of your brain that runs 95% of your life. Your conscious mind, your thinking mind controls 5% of your life. So when I started learning about money mindset, everywhere I was turning, everyone talked about your subconscious mind. And I was like, what is this? What is this? And then when I started to learn about it and study it, it just clicked. I was like, that that makes complete sense to me. Like, I mean, it's science, it's proven. It's not like a woo-woo, you know, like theory, it's it's fact. But when you between the ages of zero and seven, um, you, this is when you developed your belief system. So your brain was like a sponge. So whatever you heard, whatever you saw, whatever you were around, you believe now to be true. So for example, if you were raised in a family where um, you constantly heard money doesn't grow on trees, you know, you have to work really hard for money, or you were you saw a lot of the time that like money came and then money went that was that was my story that now is instilled into your brain and it it like cements in there it like becomes a sponge and that turns into a brick it's like cemented in oh my gosh I've never said that before that's a good one that's a good analogy (laughs) and then so when you're like 25 35 55 65 it's so crazy but the beliefs that were instilled when you're between the ages of zero and seven are still your belief system now until you change them and people are like marley what do you mean about zero like how is that possible i mean in the womb and there's so many crazy stories i could tell you how i heal my clients and we'll go back to the womb and it's like whoa crazy stuff um so if you're listening to this and you're like okay that sounds great and you can kind of think back of like, yeah, I probably wasn't modeled the best between those years. Like, how do I change that? I'm just going to give you two simple tips today. Just popping on here for a moment because I am on a mission. A mission to help more women with callings inside them create massive impact and wealth through ease and flow, which naturally happens when you are aligned. So enter the Aligned Elite Mastermind. I make money and I want to help you make money generate a lot in your business in a soul aligned way that is nourishing to you with ease and flow. And in order to get you aligned, I help you clear the blocks and work with the energetics behind your business, stepping into your power and letting you be seen for the magnetic woman that you are. I want to help you be the most powerful aligned version so that you can not only help others, but you are also living the life you are meant and desire to. If you are ready to align your business to consistent 10 to 50K months while feeling lit the fuck up in what you do and how you change lives, then this is for you. You get to have it all. A business with impact and wealth, a legacy. There are also a couple of VIP spots available for those of you who want a little bit more one-on-one support. 
DM me any questions or check out the link below. And now let's get back to the episode. The mother of like healing the subconscious mind is actually through repetition. Okay. So this sounds so simple, but oftentimes the most simplest things truly are the most effective. So all you have to do is write down on a piece of paper, my old money story, my old money beliefs at the top of the page, and then light a candle, set your phone to like 10 minutes, put it on airplane mode, shut off everything and write down your beliefs around money. And you'll find that like something will start to take over, you know, Jesus will take the wheel and like, you'll just like, write, write, write. I'm not religious, but I love, I like referring to Jesus. I think he's cool. <laughs> and just like, right, 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 right. And then you'll be like, holy crap. I did not realize that. Like, I, be- you know, this is what happened for me. And most of my clients were like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I believe that around money. And then you start connecting the dots of like, oh, that's why if I had that belief, that's why this isn't happening. So for example, if one thing that comes out is like, oh, I don't feel like I'm worthy of receiving money. Well, if you're having an issue in your business right now where you're finding clients are not paying you or there's a lot of friction there, that's a belief that if we rewire that, the money will start flowing through just things of it as like blocks in like a road, like the car can't pass if there's still a block there. So we need to remove the blockage and we can do that through repetition. So when you have like those limiting beliefs, I want you to write on the other side of the paper, the complete 180 opposite um, affirmation of that. So for example, if it's, I am not worthy of money, the complete one opposite 80 is like, I am so worthy of money. And it was like kind of an easy one, but like, or whatever in your language feels best. And you write down that on the right side of the paper, all the positive affirmations. And then you can just literally like rip that paper in half and have those affirmations to repeat to yourself. You can say them out loud. You can write them down. Um, I personally love writing, writing them down because your brain needs to see to believe. So Every at every level when I'm healing my money mindset, I'm doing the same thing when I'm manifesting, you know, ten thousand dollars a month or if I'm manifesting a hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm writing down my new affirmations that I need to or these beliefs, sorry, that I need to rewire through affirmations and through writing them down and through repeating them, your brain will repeatedly see these words and then your brain will start to believe them because all your beliefs are stored in the subconscious mind. So you need to rewire it in the subconscious mind, which is through repetition. And again, you don't go to the gym once and get abs. So you can't do this exercise once and expect to have all this money flowing through. Again, it does work fast, but and I've seen it work really fast. However, there is something to be said about repetition and consistency. And through that consistency and through that repetition, you will notice your financial reality start to shift in such a profound way. And it will sneak up, sneak up on you. And you'll be like, holy shit, Marley on that podcast I listened to said this one thing and now it's like working. And I didn't think it was going to work, but it's everything's flowing right now. And let's keep going. (laughs) Thank you for giving that homework to everyone, because that is I could not agree more. I do the same thing or I started doing that same thing years ago. And you're so right about the repetition. It's not about like you do it once and then it's not working. It's like you do it, you do it, you do it every day. And then all of a sudden something happens and it clicks. You're like, oh, and it's like, done. like, and then it happens. And then you do it, like you said, for the next level and the next level. But you're so right at how like you just do it, do it, do it. And then all of a sudden it drops in. But you have to keep consistent. Like the workout analogy, I am 
probably going to use that analogy in the future. I will credit you because I love that one <laughs> repetition because it's so true. You don't go to the gym once and expect, you know, abs. You're like You have to keep going and lifting the muscle and then you work up. So maybe you're starting, you know, with I'm worthy of a thousand dollars or I can manifest like five clients, whatever it is. And you start with like the five pounds and then you work up to like 25 pounds, which is like a hundred K a month. You know what I mean? I love yes. all of this. Everyone needs to stop tonight and do this and do it going forward. Because like you said, consistency is key. I do know that everyone's going to wonder this question because they will. So now that we know we're not saying the word expensive, and I think you said cancel quickly afterwards. So I can cancel yeah. that. What word should they use instead? Because maybe there are things that, you know, you, you can't purchase yet. What would be a better way for them to rephrase that or a better word? Okay, great question. So I have a lot of resources for this on my Instagram as well. I kind of have like a chart where it's like, don't say this, do say this. Um, so for example, a lot of the word is like, oh, I can't afford that. And I always say, it's like a thing that I do. And I say, cancel, clear, delete. Because as I say, like, the words that we say become a reality. So sometimes things will slip out. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to manifest that. So I'll just say cancel clearly. It's like a habit that I have. <laughs> and whenever I'm on a podcast, it's like, I keep saying it. And people are like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, Oh, don't mind me over here. Um, so for example, if someone says like, oh, yeah, I can't afford that. Then you can say, I'm saving towards that. Or, oh, if that's expensive. You're, oh, that's expensive. It's like, oh, that's more than I thought it would be. You know, it's so simple, like just pivoting your language and don't get me wrong. Like when I first started to pivot my language, I would slip up all the time. I'd be like, oh, oh. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and so you can use the kids to play delete trick as well, but it, don't get frustrated with yourself. Like, again, it comes with time. I also told my partner, I was like, Hey babe, like I do not want to say these words anymore. So if you ever hear me say them, can you just be like, no no <laughs> so we just hold each other accountable and sometimes he'll say stuff where i'm like mm? and, and he's like oh yeah you're right and then we would just like reframe it i love you throwing them apart because i do the same thing when they say something i'm like oh and i reframe yeah because <laughs> no, it's so true because then even you're absorbing like we talked about even earlier when you absorb when you're younger you still absorb also when you're older the people you surround yourself with right and your family your partner um, even like your friends, like you're absorbing what they're saying. So even if you have a friend who's very like, this is shitty, this is expensive, blah, blah, you're probably on some level absorbing that just because you're hearing it, you know? Yeah. And you know what? I get a lot of questions about this. So let's just talk about this right now. If you're around someone, when you're trying to work on your money mindset or your health or your fitness or like your business, whatever it is, and they have a different viewpoint and maybe like a more negative viewpoint on things. So you know, if they're constantly like complaining about money or complaining about the thing that you're trying to heal, my advice is honestly just to sit them down and just have such a beautiful, loving, open conversation. Be like, if it's your partner, just like, hey, babe, listen, I'm really trying to work on my money mindset right now. And Marley told me that, you know, the words that we speak create our reality. So I would just be so grateful that if you could just, you know, refrain from talking negatively around money, you know, you can say it like in to your pillow or outside or like to your friends i'm just choosing to like heal this right now so i'd really love and appreciate if you could just not say that around me so that's number one and number two i get a lot of my clients and like of my community being like they just think what i'm doing is stupid you know 
And what I say to that is like, be an example. You know, they can be skeptical all they want, but the work works. Like when you do the work, it works. So you get to be such a beautiful example for them, for them to be like, oh yeah, like good luck with your affirmations or whatever they want to say. And then you're just sitting there raking in the cash and then be like, they can now bite their tongue and you can be like, told you so. And then they'll get on the bandwagon as well. Like when I first met my partner, I think a lot of this stuff, like, like I'll do, um, I chant to Lakshmi, which is maybe one of the more woo-woo things that I do. And I just remember him just looking at me in the morning, just being like, okay, you know, and then the month that I chanted to Lakshmi on my biggest month in business. And at the end, I was like, I told you, he's like, holy shit, you were right. You were right. <laughs> you know, and then he like hops on. He hasn't started chanting to Lakshmi yet, but like, we'll get him there. <laughs> I love, I love especially like the chanting to Lakshmi. I, I've chanted to like um, Kuan Yin, like the Om Mani Padme Hum. Uh, yeah but like i love how that was so out there now he sees it he's like oh you're then they get interested right like you're not forcing it upon them like you need to do this with me you need to change your mindset like it's a very you're leading by example it's a loving thing and then by you leading by example they get curious and they start to like adopt whether it's your language your practices and etc so i love that you shared that because i think there are so many people who are either surrounded by partners or friends or family who are like that and leading by example will then help them shift or get curious or you know whatever that is yeah because i i know it can be tough um especially as someone who like you know it's, you don't want to control anyone around you. That's like the number one thing. You know, everyone's on their own journey. I just think it's really important to just set those boundaries and have specific boundaries around it because your net worth is equal to your network. So the it's actually proven that the people that you spend your most time with, you are actually an average of their income. So even though, and I, and I actually truly believe this, this part isn't proven, but I believe that all comes down to like language because obviously you can't see everyone's bank account. So you can't be like, Oh, Joe, you're, what are you making? You know? And especially in North America, I feel like people do not talk about, actually, I think worldwide people don't talk about how much they make often. Um, so, and then it's like, okay, well, how else does that happen? And I believe that it's through like, language and you know energy around money and so I'm not saying by any means like get rid of your friends or at all I'm just saying to just do a quick audit and just be like okay well are is anyone around me potentially like um having a different viewpoint on what I'm trying to manifest and what I'm trying to move towards. And if so, maybe you have to set a boundary there. Maybe you just have to be like, Hey babe, like I just would prefer if we just didn't talk about this, like change the subject and just say focus in your lane and focus on what you want, because what you focus on grows and that can work in the positive and that can also work in the negative. So if you you know, are like me and, you know, are desiring this like life of this big life of, you know, freedom and luxury and all the amazing things travel. Um, it's important for me to really focus on what I do want. That's not, it's not all the time, you know, I have, you know, ups and downs like any other human would, but I think majority of the time it's actually really important for me and anyone listening to really focus on what you do want and not what you don't want. 100%. Because like you said, going back, your subconscious doesn't know the difference. So you're focusing on what you don't want. You're bringing that in, whether you like it or not. 
And I think like, and you're going to probably confirm this for me. You're manifesting all the time. Like yeah. you're, you're manifesting maybe things you don't want. So like you are caught. And that's why instead of just looking at it, like, Oh, that sucks. I've maybe spent the last like five, 10 years, you know, manifesting anything I don't want use this now. It's like, okay, but I now have the opportunity moment to moment, minute by minute to shift my thought. I have that thought. Mm-hmm. I, I do the Marley cancel, clear, delete. And you know, yes. I, I shift it, right? Like, moment to moment, you have an opportunity to put a different brick to build that house, you know, a different thought, right? But when you audit these things, and then, you know, perhaps expose yourself to less of them, and you do your new beliefs, you start to build more of that house you want to live in. Or maybe it's in Bali, maybe the house you want to live in is in Bali, which is so fun. Yeah. Um, I think you're also a fan of Abraham Hicks. So the way I heard Abraham Hicks describe it as is like your current reality is a result of your past thoughts. So if you're not happy with where you currently are, what's currently happening, it's a re- like it is accumulation of what you've been thinking. So you have the power right now to change how you're thinking. And so actually, let me describe it in like a whole other way that just makes, I lo- I'm such a visual person. So think about a human body, right? If you put junk food in that body for like five days, right? The person isn't going to immediately gain weight right away. It's, it's impossible. But like over time and over consistent consumption of junk food, the body will start to gain weight, right? Mm-hmm. Then then you start to eat healthy again and you start to exercise. You're not going to lose weight right away, but over a consistent like eating healthy, working out, then your body will start to lose weight, right? And we can think about this with thoughts. So if we're feeding ourselves negative thoughts, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not doing our morning routine, if we're not nourishing our bodies, we will get into a negative state. Our vibration will be lower, okay? Then but it, again, it happens over time. It, it can also happen instantly. But have you ever noticed like when you're in a high and then things can happen, like, you know, something can go wrong and, you know, whatever, all these things can happen. And then, but you're still feeling high. It's like, it's okay. I'm okay. But over time, that will slowly drag you down if you're not taking care of yourself and giving yourself like emotional and mental upkeep right so it's just really important because i think a lot of the time and and i'm so guilty of this that when things are going really well i'll be like oh i don't need meditation i don't need my morning routine i don't need all those things and then it will be like poof and then i'm like oh my gosh well how did and then i'm like at a low and i'm like how did i get here and i'm like yo yeah it's because i didn't maintain i didn't keep up with those things that got me to that place in the first place so i had like um if any my babes are coming from my community. They would have saw like two weeks ago, I had like a full mental breakdown. <laughs> I was, I flew to another um, place in, in Indonesia to get a laptop and it was just like everything went wrong. And I have a core belief that life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. But in those moments where everything's going wrong, you're like, I know this is happening for me, but like what the actual fuck? Like, <laughs> this is so frustrating. And so... But I realized in that moment, it was such a lesson of like, I have stopped. I haven't been consistent with my meditation practice. I don't know the last time I journaled. I don't know the last time I did my gratitude practice. And, you know, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, it's why do I do this to myself? So then I got back on that bandwagon. I was like, okay, I'm 
consistently sticking to this i like i want to get back up i want to attract higher vibe things because right now what i'm attracting like i'm attracting what i am and so if i'm attracting bad things my vibe must be low okay so then i've been working on my so just quickly quick story i flew to jakarta to buy a macbook pro they gave me the wrong color i couldn't return it then i had to buy another one in the right color it was the last one and i swear to god all of indonesia then i missed my flight back to bali like all these things kept going wrong so by the time i got back to bali i literally had spent ten thousand dollars in laptops i had to spend extra on my flight and I just like, I also had a huge fight with my partner, had like a mental breakdown. Like I was like, okay, something is wrong. Like we need to do a huge overhaul here. And then, like I told you guys, I've been like consistent with my morning routine, my med- meditating, my gratitude, my movement, nourishing, sleep, you know, try not to overwork. I, my miraculously, my credit card refunded me for that laptop that they gave me the wrong color of. So now I have a free laptop, extra laptop. Um, Like clients are coming through. I'm having like one of my biggest months in business right now. It's like, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, even though I teach this stuff, I'm like being a practitioner of it right now. And just to see how well this works, it's so beautiful. And just as a beautiful reminder of like, when you do the work, it freaking works. So if you're in a state right now where you're maybe things are hopping that aren't feeling good, where can you get back into alignment? Where can you get quiet with yourself and listen to what you need? Not what what people tell you you need or what you think like what, you know, really, truly what you need in that moment and do an audit of where you're kind of leaking energy and, and, you know, close those leaks and just take care of you because once you start to raise your vibration you are freaking unstoppable this is why i love you i am like (laughs) so drawn in i also feel semi called up by that story you just told because literally (laughs) i've been meditating on everything but before this call i was like i don't need to do my like assumptions affirmations whatever things are so going so great i don't need them and now i feel called out i was like "Mm, no i don't want whatever happened to you in bali to happen (laughs) So I'm going to make sure I do my, my journaling today that I was slacking on. And I appreciate you also sharing that, that even people like you and me, who maybe people look up to or want to be like, we have times where we slip out of our habits and then we're like, oh, no, we got to bring it back. So like, we are human too. We're not like perfect all the time with our routines or our journaling or our meditating and all that stuff. But it's about, and I think I said this one of my clients the other day, it's not about your ability to focus, but your ability to refocus. Because we're all human, we're all gonna have whether it's the thought that comes up, the word we don't want to say, we don't journal that day, or we don't maybe eat perfectly that day, but it's your refocus of like, okay, let's refocus back to get back on board and the consistency, like you said. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I've been thinking a lot about this lately, like really just analyzing it. And it I really think it boils down to consistency. Like that. I honestly, when I think about anything, when I think about, you know, your body, when I think about business, when I think about money, when I think about truly any relationship, it all boils down to this like simple thing of consistency. And that's what makes the biggest shifts, what I've seen in my life. And 
And also it's like on those days where you wake up, like today, I really didn't want to work out. I was like, oh, I have so much to do, you know, and I didn't even want to do a workout. And I was like, you know what? I know how much better I'm going to feel after this workout that I'm going to do it. And, and I was reflecting in my workout being like, even though no one's here right now, no one's holding me accountable. How come I still do the workout? Even though I could have not done the workout today and no one would have noticed. <laughs> it's because... I personally am so obsessed with feeling the shift and, and feeling and and knowing like this deep knowing that what I am is what I attract. So that workout today could be the difference between me signing a, a big client. That could be the difference between me feeling really good for the rest of the day. That could be the difference between, you know, you know, I, Actually, and let's boil it even down further. It's like, yeah, during that one workout, I'm not going to see an ab pop out, you know? But if I remain consistent with that workout over time is when I will start noticing shifts in my body. But you have to remain diligent on the consistency to see the results. And I think a lot of us, uh, and me included, it's like we want the instant gratification. I feel like social media is giving us like this instant gratification all the time. Like you open it, you got likes, <gasps> someone commented, oh, I have an inbox. It's like this instant thing. Whereas like doing things consistently is so unsexy. It's like, oh, you mean to get abs? I have, or like, I don't know why I keep even saying abs. I don't give a shit about abs, but it's like, if I, if I want to like, you know, be successful in business, I have to like consistently show up and like, you know, um work on my business that doesn't sound nice yeah it doesn't sound nice but like look at people who we look up today like do you think warren buffett got where he is by being sporadic like no that man is consistent and someone who i actually really look up to, i don't even know why i said warren buffett i feel like that's so <laughs> not on brand but like melissa Woodhealth. um she's really well known she talks about consistency and she's someone who i really look up to who has like created such a beautiful life for herself and and her thing as well is like she teaches the power of consistency she has like a beautiful family she is incredibly healthy lean um has a beautiful relationship and it's like she boils that all down to consistency and that determination and i think just having that reminder can be so powerful because it's applied to every area in your life even if you're listening to this and being like oh you know i'm focusing on you know getting a promotion or, you know, maybe focusing on training for a marathon, whatever it is. Consistency is at the forefront of literally like, I think this is like a life lesson. I know we started on money and here we are talking about life. <laughs> I think it's it, like you said, it translates to everything too, right? Like, you, like your workout could be a client, but like for someone else that could be a promotion at their corporate job. That could mean being aligned to meet the love of your life. That could mean, you know, getting the the house you want, like the housing market here, like people are fighting over houses. So the offer you put in by doing the money mindset work means you get the house. So it's not just people who have their own business. Like you can also apply everything we're saying um, for those of you who don't have your own business to like your corporate job, to family life, to home life, because it is like, yes, I think people can understand this in terms of money the easiest because it's a number that's quantifiable, but you can also yes. apply it to houses, workouts, etc the body, the, the health and everything, everything else we discussed.
Yeah. Honestly, I felt like I'm so glad I don't normally record this early, but I feel like talking to you has just set the tone for my day now. And I'm ready <laughs> to go kill the day. I've been uplifted by Marley. I have one last question that I always ask all my guests because this is the Live Well podcast. What does it mean to you to live well? Ooh, oh my gosh, I love all your questions. For me, living well is living in alignment. Um, and what I mean by that is I have a core belief that everyone was brought on this planet with a soul purpose. Um, everyone, if you're listening to this podcast right now, that means you. Even if you don't know what that is right now, there's no coincidence that you are on this planet. There's one in a trillion chances that you're here right now. That is not a coincidence, okay? So living well to me is taking risks, listening to your intuition, you know, doing the thing that scares you, but that you're so deeply called to and taking a risk and just doing it. Um, So what that looked like for me is like me three years ago, I was, you know, living in a place that was out of alignment. I was doing a job that was out of alignment and I was not living well. I was miserable and I was really depressed and it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like I, no one came and saved me, but by consistently committing to that dream and that goal of like living abroad, owning my own business, doing this thing, which is literally what I'm doing today and talking about with you guys today is my, what I believe to be my sole purpose um that's living well to me you know there's not a day that doesn't go by you know even in Jakarta when everything was going wrong that the laptop I I still knew that I was like I'm on my path and I'm on my journey and I wouldn't trade that for a world that or for the world like that to me is living well and for anyone listening who's like I have no idea where to even start with that start with meditating because the more you get quiet the more you can listen to that inner voice that's inside of you that wants to talk to you, but you can't hear her or him because you're constantly, you know, being bombarded with like social media or being around friends or like, you know, listening to podcasts and all those things. It's like the more you get quiet is when you get to tap into your intuition. You get to tap into that soul calling and just follow it. And just, you know, some things might sound crazy. Like when I was in Kundalini once, it was like, you have to quit your business, my first business. And I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> but I knew that I was meant to do that because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. You know, Liv mentioned I used to own a design business. That was in alignment for me for a period, but but then became very evidently out of alignment. And it's about, you know, having the trust to actually do the thing that scares you but I have never met a person who hasn't told me that they've done that scary thing that hasn't paid off times 10. I love like your answer is just so perfect I am going to (laughs) re-listen to my own episode I don't know how many times because like now I feel everything you say like in my core in my body and I just know everyone else listening is going to like feel this as deeply as I'm feeling this and I can feel like how true this is for you, for your clients, your authenticity. Like you are the embodiment of what you say. You don't just say this stuff. Like you guys have to go connect with her. With that being said, how can people connect with you further, learn more from you? Um, if they want to like, they're going to have to go deeper. They have to connect with you, but like there's, I know different levels that they can join right now. So what do you have going on in terms of how people can 
connect with you and learn from you. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm most active there at Marley Rose Harris. I also have my own podcast that we talked about, the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. And I'm kind of on TikTok. I'm trying. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't on TikTok. I can't. <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't even know what's going on there. I'm, I'm dipping my toes in. Um, but I'm just having some fun with it. So if you guys want help working on, you know, creating a business that gives you a life of time, location, and financial freedom, just send me a DM like freedom. And I'll know that you came from the podcast and are looking for help in that way. And if you're wanting more help to, um, you know, rewire and transform your money mindset, you can just DM me the word money and I'll let you know what I have available for me and how I can support you in your journey. Um, And I would love to do that. Amazing. Yeah, because depending on when people listen to this, if it's like three months old, you might have a completely different thing going on. So that way they can just like, message you and you can tell them what's best i will link your instagram down below and your podcast please like everyone go binge all of her episodes i've listened to every (laughs) single one even the one about feng shui which i loved and now i have my bowl of nine lemons for abundance so um yeah that was very very useful thanks babe so thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast uh and yeah i will talk to you soon all right thank you so much